<laughs> like I hate to say it, I, didn't I don't want to be. My capacity for dislike was yeah, so large. <laughs> I, because I remember, I mean, they were when I was in high school. They started getting really big, and I remember yeah. like people bringing in CDs, and I was just like, "No thanks." No, I'm not trying to be one of. The, I wasn't like cooler before because they're they're very popular, right? But I was just like, "No thanks." And the deeper. I get into yeah. it. <laughs> the, more. the more I'm just like, what a good gut reaction to these oh, people. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I I've made some bad calls, but this was <laughs> this was not one. You wanna jump into it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> just jump in. Yeah. So it's gonna be hard not to uh, talk about your capacity for dislike. I yeah. Well, I know we try and be fair. Yeah. Or, do you have the disclaimer? Oh yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know right. if we were jumping. I don't know how fast we're jumping. Out. I just want to. I didn't know if I needed to pull okay. up. Okay. Um, <laughs> well. Uh, well, welcome. I'm Israel Allen. I thought I did the intro. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Take two. Take two. <laughs> welcome, though. <laughs> welcome. Hello, losers, music geeks, and nerds. Uh, this is the uh, idiotic audio. Oops. Israel uh, guesses doesn't work. And uh, I'm your host, Todd Schneider, and uh, the lovely and punctual uh, Israel Allen. So punctual. Known in literary circles as Izzy Wright. <laughs> and Izzy, if he ain't right, I don't want to be wrong. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yes, yeah, our disclaimer up front, music is a uh, aesthetic judgment for there is no right or wrong or good or bad. With that said, if you like any of the bands that we talk about here, your taste in music fucking sucks. Cute um, toilet flush sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Izzy, what do we have today? All right, we're com coming in hot with a uh, little band. You know them, you love them. Probably not, right. but they're called Good Charlotte. <laughs> now, at this point in the podcast... We remind ourselves that this is not a bash cast, and we're trying to truly understand if a band is so so popular, what there must be something good about them, and we delve in that, parse it, and try to figure out what is good about them. Well put, well put. <laughs> Picking back off of that, I definitely still don't understand how they're so <laughs> popular. Let, you know what? That's let's save that for the end. Yeah. <laughs> but so this... today, looking at it, we're gonna look at their origins. It seems to play a lot into themes in their music and who they are. Um, you know where they're from, and and we're look at uh, one of the things I wanted to look at is the genre of what they are um, mm. because it it makes me interested because it's something it seems like I should like. And they're from that genre, so ergo, should, shouldn't I like them? Um, also, you know, so where they began, but where they ended up is certainly of interest and note with their um, Hollywood wives and the lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> oh, you know, it's funny because this is one of the bands that's in our intro. So yes. Yeah, pretty they are in nice intro. little... Too bad we didn't put any Peter Frampton in our intro. <laughs> this... I know I've said this to you, but 
I just need it on the record. This makes Peter Frampton the most fun thing I've ever done. This <laughs> this was very much a, a very laborsome endeavor. <laughs> I, I've never I've never listened to music that instantly left my mind. So if if there were only two options in life between Peter Frampton and Good Charlotte, that's all we could listen to. <sighs> Hands down. down. This one's called Shine On. <laughs> like that's all I I would listen to I would listen to every album but Frampton Comes Alive. You could even lump Frampton Comes Alive with this. So oh in uh so if you want to learn more about Peter Frampton, listen to our episodes on him. It's really good. They're great. <laughs> Why don't we start with the beginning. All right. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And this is a metaphor for Joel Madden and Benji Madden. I think they're they're clearly who Good Charlotte is. Yeah. I think you could make a, an argument that their guitar player, Billy. Yes. Is played, part of it. Yeah. Which he wasn't a founding member, but he certainly started early enough that. And a lot of people said when he started, it's really what gelled them as a true band right but it's definitely the twins yeah so they're from the annapolis area yes they were born in waldorf maryland yep uh, a small you know i don't know they 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 really bill it as this down and out place but i i don't know it didn't look that down and out to me it's it's not like you're you're in Waldorf. You're gonna succumb to game violence. <laughs> it's the the tough streets of Waldorf. <laughs> but let's just go with the narrative. They're yeah. from a tough, tough town. Yeah, a couple of tough twins. <laughs> yeah, that's why they have all the tats <laughs> <laughs> to prove how tough they are. I get it. I yeah. get it. Uh, but from that, the the closest big city was Annapolis, if you could even call that a big city. Uh, in this case, we'll call it a city. Uh, <laughs> and and that's where they began when they became a band. I don't think they did much playing in Waldorf. It was all in Annapolis. That, that documentary I watched on YouTube, which is very funny because at the beginning of the documentary, it's like, we did not use any good Charlotte music. I, it makes me wonder why they couldn't get those rights, or I don't understand. Right. What Did they have an objection to it? Yeah. Because I kept reminding myself, because I hear, I'm like, Oh, what's this song? As I got slightly interest peaked, I go, "Oh yeah, none of this <laughs> is theirs." Oh yeah, right. which is it's kind of nice. It was nice to be able to watch yeah. it without hearing it. But uh, it seems like they got their start playing acoustic shows in local bars in the area. That's kind of like what got them noticed. And it, for me, it seems like they just had this sort of. I feel like I'm being mean, but like a sideshow appeal. It's these two right identical twins. Well, I can say you know. Kudos to them because they could bring it with an acoustic and just singing. True. Because I think there's a lot of acts. And I, when I look listen to music, I separate it between musician slash artist. I think artist is a little, I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> I'm an artist. And uh, an entertainer. Mm. You know, and I look at, and I'm sure some people might object to this. If you are somebody like a Beyonce or maybe even a Michael Jackson, if 50% of your presentation is dancers, you are, or your show would play well in Vegas, you are an entertainer. If you know, if you really concentrate on music, if you write your own music, that's, uh, if you write your own music and perform it, 
as a musician where the focus is the music, then you do you are a musician slash artist. I like so, that. I like oh, that. That's very nice. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> I, I entertained. This, this is good. I, I impressed Izzy. That's what I live <laughs> to do. Kudos. <laughs> so, it, you know, at least they could boil down their music to just a simple. And that's another thing. If, you know, I don't know if J-Lo could sit there with an acoustic mm. and sing a song she wrote. Although I think she writes her own, but so there's other better examples out there and sit there and sing with just an acoustic and entertain people or, or move people. And they were very young. I mean, I I don't think I got a real age on it, but I mean, I would say they probably got started around 13, 14 doing the shows. It seemed like maybe, or does that seem kind of young? Yeah, that seems young. I thought I was pretty sure I clocked it at 16 Okay, because I had this thought. They're like, yeah, we you know we we didn't even know how to play our instruments at sixteen. We just got a bunch of guitars uh, and learned as we went along. And then I had the thought, why'd you stop learning? They <laughs> were like, that's enough. We got, we did yeah. it. We got you some learned chords. it for a year or so. Got some chords. Yeah, it was good enough. Once again, not a bashing podcast. Yes. And uh, I notice you haven't said the the phrase yet. Well, for oh yeah, hold on. <clears throat> More like. Bad Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's one. Yeah, that's one. You, you get five. Okay, I only get five of these? <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, so they start as an acoustic, and and they, they're doing well. And another thing at this juncture, I think around 16, uh, we should definitely note is their dad left them because it is a, a definitely a theme of one particular song but every interview they tend to mention it and mm. um it seen as something that drove them and this not only dad leaving but their mother supporting them uh, as a single mom and and you know that, that's a terrible thing actually i, I can't speak to it because my parents aren't divorced uh, i have a great dad <laughs> so I, yeah. I don't know what that's like well and, and you know it's it's bad, but uh, I don't know. They it, they use it a lot, and it wasn't till later in their life that he left. There was actually an interview with Benji where he's like, "No, actually, we're okay." <laughs> you know, it does yeah. seem like so the the new trend is it's like okay, yeah, you can play music, you can write a few songs, but where's that where's that story? It's yeah. like the American Idol exactly phenomenon American where Idol. it's like. Honestly, join the military. One of your parents has to be dead, and you have to be raising a kid on your own. And yeah. you you can't sing a lick, but you'll still win. It's like that's yeah. the whole thing. It's just they want to, oh, you need a sab story or a sob story. Yeah, but and uh, and I kind of see. I you know I don't know if they had a manager somewhere that said use that. Yeah, or something, but uh, they certainly use it. Um, I just. <laughs> I just think there's. Hey, we're good, Charlotte. Our dad's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Thank you. And uh, and I I see them doing great on a show like The Voice. Oh my God! In fact, they would... we'll talk about that later because <laughs> one of them is on The Voice, just this on the other the side voice. of the table. You know, and so this is where they uh, develop in Annapolis, and they eventually put a band together. It's pretty interesting kind of the local reaction to their fame and okay. uh 
that same documentary I was talking about. <laughs> it's uh, like Jimmy from the famous band Jimmy's Chicken Shack, <laughs> which is which will never be on this podcast because they are so good. Yeah. Um, and some of the other guys, they just uh, it's half okay. Half of the people that were interviewed in this documentary are like. Now, when I say dad, I'm not talking about an age. I'm just talking about a style of guy, like just right. white New Balance. And they're just like, I told you, these kids had work ethic like you've never seen. Or the, and, and I'm kind of making fun of them a little bit, but also, I mean, I do mean it. It seems like the the people they interviewed that they recorded with, they would say they came in, they worked they hard. Yeah. And I mean, it's yeah. they have a work ethic and a drive that I think is, I would say, at least 80% of kind of their success factor. Right. But the other half of the people that were interviewed, it really was like a lot of gritting through their teeth for their yeah. success. I don't I know. know. I mean, I'm sure you get a lot of that whatever, wherever, yeah. you know, the roots of a big kind of star growing up like that is. But I mean, I think you're going to have that no matter who you are getting famous. You know, it's not like, it's not like the thought didn't drift past my mind being a musician and in a band going, yeah, how did they get famous? Good for you. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, that's great. Oh, no, you deserve it. <laughs> so, so good. I didn't write down which one of us is talking about which stuff. So if I'm off, oh, let me know. Okay, no, just go for it. Okay. This is a free-for-all. Cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so as far as uh, getting big, it seems like the WHFS, the H yes. H Festival, HF Fest. Yes. Uh, 1998, 1999 was kind of their rocket ship. Yeah, that's what um, they had gotten big in Annapolis. But, you know, that's like saying you got big in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're, uh, actually, we're, I think Toledo's bigger. We're huge in the Piedmont Triad. <laughs> yeah, in the Piedmont. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're I can't hear you, Piedmont we're Triad. We're huge in Greensboro. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Annapolis might be a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, uh, th then see, this is again kind of piggybacking off their their work ethic, got some of the, some business people, some industry people interested right. in them, and they got uh, to play at HF Festival, and I think it was the first time something like 80,000 people were there. Well, yeah. No, I mean, just to be sure, I read about this. There's a succession of stages and there was a it was the local then next bigger was like the the outside stages and mm. then there was the the main uh, stage main stage and they played the local first and got big and then they played um the next each year in succession they moved up moved the, the stage, next stage but gotcha. they did it quite quickly you know obviously there's local bands who probably got on the local and stayed there, um, if, yeah. if at all. Uh, you know, I'm sure Jimmy's Chicken Shack. <laughs> Jimmy's no, Jimmy <laughs> played the local got... a few times, but I don't know if they ever played uh, the main. He he uh, was too busy. He was yeah. too busy. Couldn't handle yeah. it. But <laughs> the uh, one of the guys in the interview that they interviewed about the show was talking. It's like you know you, you got all these little girls here enjoying the music, but then you look back at the parents, and the parents are like, I like hey, these guys. These I mean. I just don't think they're breaking any ground. You know, there's no. It, it, I can. I totally. When that guy was like, "Yeah, the little girls like it, and their parents like it," I was like, "That's a really. You've really nailed them in a way. That, but that that makes sense, right? It's like a toe. It's like a little toe tapper almost. It's like, 
I can well, listen to this. And that's what is, you know, the hooks that, you know, as we talked, um, there, there was another podcast out there, Defend Your Band. <laughs> and, uh, and they did Good Charlotte. They better um, gear up. Yeah. Because we are coming for them. <laughs> <laughs> if you were defending Good Charlotte, you were. I know. I was like, I got to listen to this <laughs> just to see. Uh, but what they said is you can't deny their songs are dripping wet with hooks. And But I say, okay, but the probably, they're not new hooks. Yeah. And they're only hooks. <laughs> and uh, it's funny you had mentioned in Frampton, you know, some of the songs like, you know, jeez, uh, I'm going blank now. Name it songs, but Penny for Your Thoughts or, um, uh, I can't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I dumped it, man. It's I know, all I dumped it, it's gone. <laughs> uh, uh, but they're basic phrases you hear in conversation, and yeah. you took those. You know, uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, um, Little Things. Little Things, Little yeah. Things was their big first hit. I mean, that was just the bit, anthem bitching about. Yeah, the anthem. The anthem. Literally, <laughs> that was a little lazy of them, frankly. Let's write an anthem song. They were writing an anthem? anthematic <laughs> song. Let's just call it the anthem. And, Name, uh, nailed it. So it's, yeah, it's that. And they're very basic ideas. Yeah. Once again, kind of uh, to continue on a, a, a thought I was having last time, music companies don't want complicated music. You know, they don't want the consumer to have to think. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't want to have to think. They got enough going on in their lives. They just want to hear a, you know, something that m- moves their toe <laughs> to task. Lemmings. Uh, what's that? A bunch of lemmings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, running over a cliff. Uh, so they they were actually probably tailor made for the record industry. Yeah. You know, they're they're cute. They're twins. They're you know, it's just nothing but hooks and. And we can shove it out there. Probably they can probably write one after another after another, and uh, it doesn't change. You yeah, know? they didn't have their um, Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> well, their uh, the oh. their oh, third album that was like the that was when they got a little darker in the Chronicles of Life and Death. Oh right, but that's that's like the only they got a little darker. That <laughs> little was their darker. little. But I, I definitely agree with you. If there's if if I could sum up one. Good Charlotte in one word, it would be digestible. I mean, it's right. like it's exactly. Just, wow, yeah, I can. Pablum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but gruel, um, gruel. musical yeah. gruel. It's uh, it's Soylent Green. It's the new <laughs> Soylent Green. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, after I would say after the WHF WHFS festival, what really kind of gave them a national audience and really probably propelled them I, there's no way they would have been anywhere near as big without their show on mtv all right. things rock yeah so once again we'll we'll go to you know there there's two tv shows that they come into and it's all things rock at the beginning and right now benji's doing the voice oh right and, right uh, right right but of course not the voice he's doing the australian voice it's weird <laughs> it's weird how they've they have this weird Australian uh, yeah, connection. They're, like, they're moving there like uh, Benji is. Yeah, um, it's kind of wild. I, know, I saw a bunch of interviews with them playing cricket. Yeah. And just, I, I think I saw an interview with Nicole Richie, and she was just talking. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that's when he 
refell in love with Australia all over again. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like nothing against Australia. Dude, but it's so un-American. Yeah, for real. <laughs> just stay here and make America great again. <laughs> like three he doors. Abandons, right like, when we're trying to like make a band it great like again. Like three doors down. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing Easter them later. <laughs> yeah, little, little hint. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, well, all things rock, I do... I do want to give credit where credit is due here because right. I'm. Where, where is the credit? This due? is the credit. <laughs> I found you can go on YouTube and find. So all things rock. Just to give you a breakdown, if you haven't seen it, which if you haven't, if you've been under a rock, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, just a music video show. The twins, Benji and Joe. Excuse me, the brothers, brothers? which is yeah. what they prefer to be Don't called. Um, or they just introduce music videos and kind of segue through. But you can find their show without any of the music videos on YouTube, and it's like six minutes, like all they have to wow. do. But they do a really good job of, uh, every now and then they would take some questions, and they do a really good job of trying to introduce bands, telling people on, I mean, it's on MTV, they're letting people know where shows are, when shows are, other bands that maybe aren't on MTV. And I thought that was actually pretty cool. Right. It, it was nice that they used their platform to help promote others. Yes. Yeah. Which, I, I mean... Yeah, check in the pro column. That's a pro column. And it doesn't feel like they're being disgenuine. Right. They, I don't like what they're doing per se, but they do seem to... Like, this is... We love this shitty music we're writing. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me back. We do love what we're doing. And they, it, it seems to be coming from a genuine place, which I think also helps them build a career, build a fan base. But uh, I do have a clip. Okay. From all things rock, because honestly, it's not a very good show. <laughs> but this is this is uh, them introducing a, a uh, music video from another band that maybe we'll do. I don't know this mm -hmm. idea. But uh, imagine this without the music and just the awkward pauses. And um, we're gonna play videos for you tonight. Yes, and we are starting the night out with the All American Rejects. That's all right, Woo! American Rejects. Look at me, I'm a reject. And uh, this one's called the last song because they wrote it last in the studio, the 11th hour, and uh, it's about the band leaving their hometown, etc, etc, but the video is about the world leaving them, and what they would do if it was their last day on Earth, and they were the last people on Earth. Now I know, if I was the last person on Earth, I would run around in that crazy, that crazy town, crazy. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Well, I would uh, probably kill myself. Here is the uh, last song. Promises, Enjoy promises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. You know, so much coming to my head there, but this is not a bashing cast. It's not a bash cast. <laughs> uh, Benji was the original speaker, and Joel was the one who said he was going to kill himself. Just so you know. All right. But again, I do like what they were doing. They did take the platform and at least at least try and give some people information about music. And right. That was cool. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. In some ways... I think that you like you said they were genuine. They were aware of what the power they had and used it to help others. You know, I don't think they were very aware of their hypocrisy in their music. <laughs> oh and, yeah, and their you know lack of uh, uh, depth in their music and things like that. I I really don't. I think I don't know. Apparently, I, I don't understand what it's like to be someone like that. But. Yeah. It, it just seems, it doesn't seem like they're questioning themselves with like, 
should, is this what we should be doing? Or it doesn't, they're not challenging themselves musically, right. maybe is the way to put it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, and all, and this is in all honesty, and all the stuff I've gone through, I've never seen them. Well, you know, I'm about to take this back. Cop, <laughs> <laughs> cop an attitude of I'm better than you because ah. I'm, you know, mostly uh, I haven't seen that. I saw one thing where when we get into Hollywood Wives, he was with Cameron and he was kind of being a dick. But mm. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I don't know if that gets in your head that because you're a rock star or because you're married to Cameron Diaz. That you it's probably dick. the Cameron thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, you know, even when it, listening to some of the guys that they would play shows with in, in Annapolis, they, you know, you catch multiple people being like, yeah, if they come around, you know, they'll come see me at an open mic, buy me a shot and a beer, hang out and leave. And I mean, it's like they, they haven't, it, it doesn't seem like they are shitty people. Right. It seems like they're Which at least yeah, decent it, people. Right. Because, you know, it's, it'll bother you enough if somebody gets success and they're just not fabulous. Mm. Um, but if they're not fabulous and they're, a holes, then it <laughs> yeah. really bothers you. Uh, some people come to mind, but that's another time. So, so yeah, and so they quickly. I think they, um, you know, they rose quite quickly after the WFHS, and then I believe MTV was right after that, which mm -hmm. helped them really. Well, right in between that, they released their first album, and. It has little things on it. Little things. <laughs> little things. That's, uh, that's about all I got from it. I know. Exactly. <laughs> they always get me down. The little, little things. things. The li yeah. I don't <laughs> we, should, know. we should have done like a poetry reading of some of the Good Charlotte lyrics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Little Things by Good Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> um, With dramatic pauses. Yeah. It would be brilliant. The little things. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that was my first point to try to access into good Charlotte. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is what got them big. There's gotta be something there that, you know, you know, I'm always interested in bands, you know, first records, you know, or their demos, yeah. because that's what, you know, the, uh, the, there was a thing I saw Bands' first albums are usually probably great because they've been writing for a while. They're on tour. They're playing the songs over and over. They know these things inside and out, and then they go record. So they pick their best, and they go record them where, you know, number two, that's how you can judge the staying power of a band is how their second and third album is. Mm -hmm. Because if they're second album's still good that's they've had a a, a, a a only a small window of a, a year to get out there and write you know a whole nother 10 12 songs and then go in and record them and get that out and then you know a third album it's you know it either gets you know progressively worse <laughs> or they can stay um good charlotte it's debatable <laughs> um so i was really like, I'm like, oh, this might, because, you know, and two, it's that the first stuff is when they're young and angry and, you know, they're really spewing their, 
young white man anger <laughs> which <laughs> for all the terrible things bringing them down yeah <laughs> the little things. things the little things um and actually it, it, that's kind of appropriate for like i said young white there, guys think, yeah it's the little things that really get me down because otherwise pretty things things are pretty yeah, peachy things aren't bad yeah. champagne problems <laughs> yeah. would have been a good good charlotte song <laughs> yeah. um but it really you know i could just say the title and you get the idea yeah you, yeah man well put yeah that's <laughs> it the little things they always get me down yeah and the music just straightforward power chords driving drums and that's that's it. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but apparently this became a small hit. So a little bit of a hit. That's what launched the juggernaut. <laughs> Charlotte. Uh, more, the, more like bad Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. That was the second. Like, one. Ding, okay. That's okay. Two. <laughs> Three more left. Um, it's kind of <laughs> wild, but uh, I didn't realize this until I looked it up. Obviously, because I don't have intimate knowledge of them going into this, but uh. The Young and the Hopeless hit triple platinum. Wow. Like, that is See, you know, insane. <laughs> <laughs> triple platinum. A, yeah. Uh, as you can hear, I'm speechless. Uh, <laughs> because I'm just, I'm trying to do the quick math in my head. You know, okay, uh, 12, 11 to 13-year-old girls, how many of them are there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, some, you know, some boys in the same age range that, you know... Who are emo? Um, who else is buying yeah. this thing? <laughs> I feel like maybe it was 2002 when it came out, so maybe that was like the proto Brony kind. Bro- it's like Brony, yeah, yeah, 2002. If you bought the Young and the Hopeless, you had like an 80% chance of being a Brony later on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know, I I I was trying to start a a theme there too with uh, Frampton and like the dad going okay. All right, this this album was bought a lot. People like the music. What drugs were they doing? <laughs> and so we're looking at, uh, you know, uh, prescription pills are starting to come on the scene, but you're mostly looking at, you know, E um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So maybe somebody's I'm here when they're on, on ecstasy and it sounds good to them. I don't know. The, you really go for the electronica stuff. So I, I don't know. That's not the aggro. That's a little too aggro. Yeah, honestly. So I don't see how that translates. So I don't, um, I don't know. Who I hate it. to make this sound like a, a negative thing, Yeah, but they seem like drugless people. Yes. It's like this... <laughs> it's like yeah it's like when i was young and i was playing music it's like what my grandma wished i would do Dude. she's like just be a good boy what? and don't do drugs and play yeah. pop punk <laughs> uh, uh and uh what you know it reminded me there was uh, another tv show they did they were on the i don't know if it was the warp tour or something like mm. that and it was something for mtv Oh, thank God for MTV. They really give us so much. I know, they've given so much. But they did a thing where they spend a night at, uh, or maybe it was even a couple nights, I don't know, at a fan's house in the country. It was called, I forget, why would I remember? (laughs) I don't plan on ever seeing it again. Uh, Yeah, what was it called? Uh, in the on the farm yeah i think it was mm. called on the farm or something like that so it was not only a fan like or i don't even know if it was a fan's house but well the girls obviously were fans <laughs> but uh you know, once again a bunch of teenage girls 
And but it was I don't know it's supposed to be a farm. I think they had a couple chickens, but uh, it's like <laughs> Pennsylvania, like sub suburb. Yeah, but yeah, the mom was like, you know, they're they're so like, what do you think of us just looking at us with all their, you know? It's like she's like, I don't know, you seem normal, yeah, you know. But you know, later she's like, oh, you're such good boys, you know. But any mom, it doesn't matter what you look like, is until you act like a jerk, they're gonna. They seem like the type that would go, oh, why are you looking at me because my hair's different? Right. Exactly. Well, no, I mean, (laughs) just kind of you give off a weird vibe. Yeah. There's the dumb things coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's that music. Okay, I'm looking where the, how to talk, turn it off. Uh, I, honestly, I'll just never get over how big they are. That yeah. it blows my mind. They should it see right. So that was you know Sultan again looking at trying to understand why they're so liked and is understanding you know how much they have sold and I had a little table here but i think it goes quick it quickly um their their frampton comes alive was like their was it their third album uh the third album is the chronicles of life and death oh so and second so that yeah so so the young and the hopeless was like yeah that was the one the eponymous good charlotte their first one got the attention it right. was the uh, apertif. <laughs> and then and then the main course, the young and the hopeless. Which at this point would you I would say that they're they've reached rock star level, right? With with young the young and the hopeless. Yeah. Well if you no, that's their peak. Yeah, I they guess you're right. Early. Well they're they're coasting down. I'm really just trying to ever <laughs> since there. I really just want to hear uh their good friend Jimmy talk about their rock star. Oh, yes. They put on a big rock show. I mean, they just, they were rock stars, and, and it's really what they always wanted to be, you know? Is they, they always said, we're gonna be rock stars. And I would always shy away from that term. I don't wanna be a rock star. But they were like, no, we're gonna be rock stars. And though they might say, hey, well, we're not rock stars. I don't wanna be a rock star now, because it's so not cool to be a rock star. They are absolute rock stars. Uh, just so you know, he said rock star. I think uh, eight times in that, like, 30 seconds. Right. (laughs) And I'm sorry. Uh, I would argue with what he's saying. Keith Richards is a rock star. Uh, You know, Eddie Van Halen is a rock star. Even the Beatles a little bit, you know. know, But um, anybody in Led Zeppelin is a rock star. Any of the children, anyone Led Zeppelin dated is rock stars. (laughs) Rock stars. But... They are not rock stars. They are pop stars. Oh, I would. Yeah. Very, very good point. They say they're punk pop. pop punk. Yeah, that's what we were, I was going to uh, talk about genre, um, which, uh, yeah, they're they're pop punk pop punk punk pop, pop punk pop punk, <laughs> and uh, which is interesting in it, itself because I think. I don't think pop can be punk. <laughs> it does seem like you're trying to mix oil and water. water. And because uh, punk is the antithesis <laughs> of pop. And pop is so greasy and gross, it just yeah, it incorporated slides. it. It was like, <laughs> and just um, sucked it in there. It's like pop country, which is not country. Oh, at all. man. Um, but in, a se- in the, the general idea of what it is, is kind of driving. What you, some, you know, that's a, the annoying thing is they boiled punk down to one little aspect of it. You know, people forget that Blondie was punk, which 
they got big, you know, heart of glass with a kind of disco-ness to their music. Mm. Uh, the Talking Heads was punk. Now, there's nothing in Talking Heads that's in pop punk. They just took the aggressive, simple chords from other bands, like, obviously, the um, Sex Pistols mm. and, and The Clash, and although Clash had much more complex chord progression and stuff like that. It's basically a Sex Pistols. They took that... Uh, aggressive, simple power chords. They just took that one small piece and labeled that punk, and then they put pop over it, which is, you know, lyrics about teenage angst, uh, love, and cartoonish characters. Little things. Yeah. And, yeah, little things. <laughs> and they that's what they're saying pop punk is. And the funny thing is you take all those... And you're basically describing the Ramones, which the Ramones are freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, they are the prototype for this, but in no way would I consider them pop. You know, they kind of, because it's more than, you know, just poppy. He's got a very surf sounding uh, voice, Joey Ramone. Yeah. Um, but they were they were punk because they were the first ones to ever do something like that. That's what makes them punk, not the fast chords or anything like that. I think that's where the mistakes often made. But even saying that, I love the Ramones. So that's their formula. And you know, many bands like Green Day and and Good Charlotte use that same formula. So shouldn't I like it? Um, I don't. You know. I I think you know for one thing the cartoonish ones are more cartoonish with the Ramones like Beat on the Brat and and uh, Warthog and things like that you know they're a lot more funnier and the the they sing about love and stuff like that teenage angst but they're more the lyrics are more complex and even though still in a sense the Ramones are pretty simple straightforward so why do I dislike that you know, you know, there's that that program out there. Um, it's like, kind of like Pandora. They take your likes and they're like formulate. Well, there's some yeah some uh, it's not algorithm. Algor thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Algorithm that will saying, okay, you like this, you should like this. But I just don't. Yeah. You know? So you know, I just found that interesting. I love melody. I love uh, hooks. I do, and I love. I love aggressive, straightforward, simple power chords. So why don't I like Good Charlotte? What is it that bothers me so much? I, for me, this is kind of going off what you're saying, I, like kind of cutting into it a little bit deeper. They do, it, it's like, I, you know, I don't necessarily hate pop punk music, quote unquote. I mean, there there's some decent songs. I mean, there are pop songs I like. There are punk songs I like. I like what, the idea of what they're doing, but it just seems like from the get-go, they two brothers were born in these circumstances. God, that's <laughs> many years ago. But these brothers were born. They are handsome twins who are into this scene, and it just seems like at, at such an early age, people latched on and said these are money makers we can yeah. use these kids to make money and they that's that's what opened a lot of doors for them so it makes sense that those are the doors they're walking through and you know empty i mean if those if those kids were they're in their 40s now but if those guys as children weren't twins and just two nerds singing an acoustic 
set at a bar, they would not have gotten the attention. They would not have, you know, it's like that. That's yeah. the that's their impetus is their circumstance that they happen to have this like packageability, right. and that's why I'm, that's why I feel like MTV picked them up. That's why I feel like girls, younger girls like them. They're just like, oh, there's two of them. I got twice as much of a chance. chance. <laughs> and it's it's they they're like if Disney made a pop punk band. They're yeah. like if Disney made yeah, a band. It's it's like uh, what is it like? The Black Eyed Peas is rap for people who hate rap and rock for people who hate rock, or yeah. rock for people who hate rap and rap for people who hate rock. <laughs> and it's like the Good Charlotte, more like Bad Charlotte, that's my third. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're like, if the Disney, it was like a marketing rep at Disney was like, you know, we got all these punk kids we got to sell shit to. Uh, give me Good Charlotte. And they yeah. just, they, well, they were made and, in a lab. And they said... Oh great! Here it is. Bam. I don't gotta develop it. Yes, so I, you know I they're there, ready to go. Yeah, you know I don't have to groom them. I don't have to teach them to play, even though they only learn for a year. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. And um, I think yeah, there might there might be you know the contrarian in me, which is always there. There might be an aspect of the industry and the um, the business is telling me i should like them they're yeah. here you should like this it's mm. like, fuck you uh <laughs> you know <laughs> um but i think it's one i think deep down it's a, the lack of complex complexity um i mean at one point i, I told you i was trying to i said okay <laughs> i'm gonna sit here and listen uh you know i said it was that night um and i turned off the tv and i and i you know, grab my phone. I said, I'm going to sit here and listen to all of lifestyles of the, no, was it? Yeah. Life's, or, oh, uh, the young, the, rest, the, the young, the hopeless, young and the hopeless at, from beginning to end. And I free, I got, I got to song nine and I just, I, I was glazed over and, I, and to the point, actually, which it, honestly I asked this is how do the musicians playing this not get bored? Even in just two hours, let alone, oh my God, I can't imagine going, going on tour. tour. Um, there's just power chords. Um, people who are not musicians might not understand because um, maybe you don't hear it that much, but it, there is no complexity to it. And to play it, it, it's like, it would seem like working in a factory. Yeah. Just oh, stamping out game. this thing over and over and over and over and over and over. You know, um, but take that idea and piggyback it on what we were saying earlier where it's like th I think that's part of it like when they early on they had this work ethic they yeah. were like uh, you know time to go make the donuts let's yeah. crank out pop hits you know yeah. it's like they're not I think that I was just laughing. They should have named an album. It's time to make the donuts. <laughs> time to make the donuts. That's probably their next album. But yeah. it just seems like, I mean, they're not they're not looking for anything inside of themselves. No, they're even not, though there's that story they see. Well, they see, wrote a song about their dad leaving them and how rough it was their dad leaving them. You know, like I was, I was saying in Frampton, I was looking for that deeper. They actually look, but it's. They don't really. It's kind of like to it. selling like, the You rights. just said, okay, what can I write about my dad leaving? Yeah. And this sounds good. This sounds good. This sounds good. They didn't really look in. And <laughs> there, yeah, there's no, there's, it's emotionally hollow music. Yes. It, it's, yeah. I mean, seriously, I, 
I listened to a lot of Peter Frampton, and I tried to listen to a lot of Good Charlotte, but it, it is it is so difficult to just sit and listen to. I yeah. mean, and I mean, I, right? I, it's not like it's bad, like a tonal horrendous noise yeah. that you can't listen to. Like no, it's you know, like throw it down. It's just like all right. Um, I want to do something else. Yeah, yeah, it's very. My attention span is not there. To, li- to I mean, one yeah. of my favorite things. Let alone to do, move you in any way. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I love to sit down, spark up a big J bone, <laughs> and listen to a full album. It's like I love doing that, and being one of my favorite things. It is almost impossible to do that with a good Charlotte album. It yeah. is. You're just like. I mean, at least, well, I, I hate to keep drawing. I feel like this is the only time in history Peter Frampton and Good Charlotte have been compared so on this level. But it's like, at least Peter Frampton would like, I mean, he can shred. I mean, yeah. like some of the solos are good. He's doing the talk box thing. So you're listening, to, you have a little bit of a variety. Yeah. I mean, it. it's almost like uh, what like uh, licensed free music. It's like yeah. it's like uh, modern camp town races. Uh, You're just like bum 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 bum. I don't know. I find those <laughs> that might be better. Yeah. Yeah. Public uh, domain. Public domain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it yeah. lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Fuck you. You're rich and famous. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's at some point I was going to talk about I the know. hypocrisy. Yeah. You know, with I mean, there's huge between that. And okay, you are what you are singing against, and then um, anthem. It's like I I don't want to just you know I I'm writing an anthem about how stupid anthems are, but you're writing an anthem. Yeah, it's like, they're yeah. they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. I'm so right. punk. I'm married Lionel Richie's daughter. It's like <laughs> what are you? It's like what? That was um. I guess we could move on to that where. Uh, uh, you know, so oh, because one point I was like, yeah, part of their whole appeal was these cute, quote unquote. I certainly don't think they are twins. Well, they ain't cute anymore. Yeah, <laughs> time, uh... time, time took its toll. Um, and time took its toll which on Benji makes, and uh, Maybe they were still cute. I don't know. And one, one half, but a little puzzling. Um, the lifestyles of the rich and the famous. What does Joel do? But marry the daughter um, of Lionel Richie, who's a tad bit famous, uh, and she was even famous too. And and then um, more recently, Benji married Cameron Diaz, um, and I'm both a little puzzling. But uh, <laughs> weird, weird, just weird, weird, yeah. very weird. I mean, you know. If it's true love, bless them, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and so it's interesting. They, they end up these, I mean, celebrity couples. Um, and like I said, uh, is it Jen, Benji or Joel's on the voice? Joel. It's Joel. Um, which it's certainly, I'm sure if it were the voice in America, you'd jump at it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, not to put down Australia at all, but. Fuck Australia. <laughs> I don't want any listeners from Australia. If you're in Australia, oh. turn this off. This is not for you. Like <laughs> uh, just kidding. Australia's cool. Yeah. We love just, it. Anybody who wants to host us, we'd love to come visit. We'd love to visit beautiful Australia. Australia. <laughs> um, but, you know, they end up like the, the what is the 
the absolute definition of a celeb rich famous celebrity it's the celebrity couple doing one of these talent shows on tv um yeah you know touring the world being ridiculously wealthy although um benji's nowhere near as rich as cameron uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know if that causes any tension um but <laughs> he's just listening to this like damn it yeah. um but you know that's where they ended up but on the plus side i think they're somewhat stay uh, they tried to stay grounded yeah i mean i don't like the music but i really honestly can't other than the hypocrisy and their lyrical content versus their lifestyle that is pretty in your face and no one cares right which is kind of weird but other than that i mean you can't fault these guys they they have a good work ethic they 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 seem to be grounded, like you were saying. I mean, they bought... Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Go yeah. for it, yeah. No, I didn't. You say I don't know the details. Well, it's like they <laughs> bought... Um, They, like, bought the whole block where they were raised uh, and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, they, they still go back and visit so, people. Yeah, because I was reading, too, he was saying they still all live next to each other, but that's not there. Yes. That, they, it's in... California, LA, yeah. that they all, but he, Benji and, and uh, Joel live right a few doors down from each other, and they, they were saying all, so I don't know. Didn't they have another sibling? That's I think they have sister. like two other brothers. Uh, oh, two other brothers. I so I don't know if you're talking about them brother. or the other band members, <clears throat> um, which uh, the only other band member of note is Billy, yeah, uh, who's the guitarist. And when you say, I think we were talking about it, Good Charlotte is the Maddens, but it's more like it, Bad Charlotte, huh? I said more like Bad Charlotte. Number four, like Bad Charlotte. Uh, but maybe I think it's possible without the ingredient of Billy, they would not be Good Charlotte either. Maybe it's the three of them. Um, I maybe. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and I uh, just saying for some, they were a band, but they say when they bought Billy in, he added this kind of rock star edge uh which in all my listening and viewing of videos and everything the edge that uh billy seemed to bring is um not much of a solar um display power chords like the other ones he could jump really high <laughs> i think that's what he brought to the band he kind of, <laughs> he kind of just I mean, so high. Yeah, just so high. He was just you know one of those guitars that was kind of rock and rollish. I think the person that's the most rock and roll in Good Charlotte is Billy, and so I think he you know he just salted the band with a little rock and roll. He God, uh, he jumped so high. <laughs> he jumped so high, and oh. there's something uh, there's there's something rock and rolly about him. Uh, meaning questionable. I don't know. Maybe he's. I would say where Benji and Joel are are more gifted at marketing themselves. Yeah. I would say Billy is more of a musician. Yes. He he seems to he seems to be kind of the firmament that they can yeah. act upon. It's like without. I mean, I'm sure they could have found somebody else Should that was. Do it. It. But yeah. he he seems to be their. Their core, yeah, they, he they are on top of like if you threw an Eddie Van Halen, someone who could really play, I don't think they would, could use that. It yeah, would ruin that balance. And one thing I wanted to say about their music, 
um, and listening to it, which not, once again, I, I don't like. Um, but uh, <laughs> Hey, this is not a bash cast. <laughs> not a bash cast. But I think because there is, I did try to watch some live just to try to figure out. But like I said, the music is very, very, I can't emphasize <laughs> fucking basic uh, like we're folks we're only talking about two finger power chords up and down the neck yeah like that's it i i i'd say the more and the uh, song i could talk to a little bit is their their best player their who does the most is the drummer Mm. And they've been through many drummers. And the one I was talking about really notable who was on their big album is, um, is, um, forgetting them now. Some, uh, some freeze. Yeah. Josh freeze. Yeah. Thanks. You can say it into the mic. I want you to have it. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, all of this, this is your information. Josh freeze. Who's, you know, (laughs) he's like, he is the rock and roll world's drummer. He's played in the vandals, nine inch nails. Uh, he played on Chinese Democracy with uh, with Guns N' Roses. He actually wrote Chinese Democracy. And, of course, reason I know him, on the re- Rejuvenated Replacements, their last tour, he was uh, a replacement replacement. Um, and it was interesting because he does, when he gets involved with a band, does a lot of work, even though he's just usually said as drummer he does a lot of work with the band on the songs and that was their biggest one i wouldn't be surprised if he had something to do with some of the songs Mm. um but that being said uh and noting that i think the drummers are what it because if you listen their music what you're hearing really is just pounding drums Mm. you know and the guitars are just there yeah (laughs) and uh um but so there's not a lot there so but it, what is there is a ton, a ton of production. Mm. If you listen to it, it's not only effects and stuff. It's it's just little intros put in, which, you know, little guitar parts. Um, and they play them, I'm sure. Yeah. They're not that hard. But it, the songs are really chopped up. And it sounds like they recorded a bunch of stuff and someone takes it and puts it you know people who are experienced a, more of an together. engineer or yeah. kind of endeavor. right a very technical producer but mm. produced highly produced um so so yeah that's the one thing i was saying about them and um it would be cool i i noticed a couple of times people talking about uh their this is before good charlotte the cd came out uh in 2000 some they had a few demos that they had tracked and used a couple of songs and made it and people were saying how you know I kind of liked the demos they were a little more right. raw yeah, I remember hearing and it's that. like I would yeah. like it'd be cool to kind of maybe hear some of the the original raw stuff and, and see if there was anything there right instead of but yeah that you know it that plays in them in my narrative for them that, that plays right into it where they're like oh we have this opportunity to go into the studio let tell me what to do you know it's like I'm not gonna you Oh, play it like this? Sure. You know, they kind of, they they seem to look very much to the people who were guiding them and go, okay, we're just going to use that work ethic of ours and go, yep, okay, we're not going to waste time. We're not going to try and be artful. Let's just push this out. They look yeah. at, they. it seems like they look at their music very much 
like a punch the clock yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Instead of what I think it could be. Yeah. Or maybe what I maybe what I personally like in music or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember one of the recent albums, they're like, yeah, we, because I think they took like a hiatus, but decided to come back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's like, yeah, we were just feeling it. And we wrote a song a day. I'm like, I believe it. Yeah. You didn't. It took you a whole day. <laughs> yeah. This took a day. I didn't give a shit. I uh, like 10 yeah. songs a day. Um, but uh, so, yeah. Um, let back to the life. Um, and saying that they stayed grounded with their lifestyle. The other thing, the one other thing I wanted to mention was, you know, to look, you know, the, on the positive side, they were activists. Um, and when this one, when I, I was planning on really bagging them about this, but I did just read, but it was Nicole Richie pushed them. They, uh, her and, um, and, um, Joel were some kind of ambassadors to, um, um, to Africa, some African country. And they're doing a lot to get clean water and stuff like that. So yeah, it's pretty cool. The, Thumbs up for that. But the funny Tax one. Tax right off. They're full yeah, of shit. I'm just kidding. They, they want to go on safari. <laughs> the funny one is they, you know, they support PETA and they actually part, were part of big protest against uh, KFC because KFC treated their chickens cruelly. Um, so, you know, they did this, but then they turn around in Australia <laughs> and they do a big thing. I forget what it was called, but ah, supported. Man. It was like KFC's Rockin' Time or something like that. And yep. they were like the main ones. And they, they did a bunch of commercials and did a couple shows. And they played live for it with KFC banners all around. Murdered a bunch of chickens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had a they had a chicken eating contest. KFC chicken eating contest. <laughs> it's like they should, you know, I could see them like, you should treat your chicken normal better. Lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Just stomping chickens to death. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think um, as much as we hate to let them go, uh, I, did we, you have anything else? Fine. All right, getting to final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final um, thoughts. I would say, all right. Final thought for me is I feel doing the research for Good Charlotte and how how large they've become makes me feel like we're in a the the like Back to the Future timeline where Biff gets the almanac and he's super rich and like Mary's Marty's mom and stuff like that. And I'm just waiting for our Marty McFly to come back, reset the timeline. Benji and Joel are just running a dive bar in Annapolis and all the energy that they've used to make their musical career has went to a better band. <laughs> that's what, that's my final thought. Yeah. Final th um, you know, before my final thoughts, we'd like to uh, thank, Today's sponsor of this episode, Jimmy's Chicken Shack. And, uh, Use promo code TODDCAST for 20% off a shack of chicken. chicken. <laughs> uh, they treat their chickens way better than KFC. If you go if you go to the Annapolis locations, they will actually get Benji to stomp your chickens chicken. to death in front of you. For you. You get to pick out your chicken and have it stomped to death in front of you by one of the Madden Lifestyles brothers. Lifestyles of the <laughs> 
Killing chickens. Killing chickens. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. What can I say about him? Um, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like uh, you know. That's what they are. If, if you like mindless hooks, and pounding drums, and you know, heavy set. 40 somethings 40 something twins uh, then uh you know this is the band for you uh if you're looking for something more out of your music mm, i know there's just there's not a lot there uh i think even you know kfc puts more more uh depth and complexity into their into their, their product and their recipes than good charlotte uh, you know i just hope nobody treats them cruelly uh, but no, I, I can't, I can't support this type of music, but they seem like decent enough people. That's the you know, one thing I can't complain. Yeah. Uh, and should another band be in their place? Absolutely. But you know, it's a crazy world we live in kids. Yep. So. There's, there's no short supply of this sort of story. You know, no. it's, it's just, uh, I still don't understand it. I just don't get it. I, yeah. it's, they, it's they're like ironically enough they're like McDonald's. Yeah, it, they are. I haven't eaten McDonald's in like ten years. And I just ate it. This I just morning. ate it. I today. know we both. Ate and I don't feel so good. Yeah, <laughs> my butt hurts. I, somehow I feel shame. <laughs> yeah, it, you know it's kind. Of, it, it's fitting that we both eat McDonald's and then come talk about Good Charlotte. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's just the way. Something, but that's something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of. I, I feel this makes me feel like a jerk for saying it, but they, it's just kind of lowest common denominator music. Yeah, it's just. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm not rich, uh, big old rich jerks. Or it's like, oh, I like anthems. Yeah. Oh, this one's called anthem. Cool. Yeah. It's like well, okay, it'll work. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's go pound some beers. Yeah, it, or thirteen-year-old girls too. Uh, you know, as long as they're holding, if they're, they're driving our commercial trends. Yeah. You know, things we're gonna have to put up with things like this. Anyways, uh, we like to say, you know, like other places say thinking about hurting yourself or somebody else go get help well you know yeah fuck don't do that but whatever uh we say if you're thinking about purchasing any of this music going to see any of these bands in concert please you know consult a expert like your local record store owner and don't buy that ticket go out and support your local music support your local music yeah perfect all right, fuckers. Get All right. out of here. Have a great day, fuckers. <laughs> More like Bad Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's lost one. <laughs>